everyone, welcome back to Fake History. Um, I am joined as always by uh, John Goldie and Lee Sutherland. How are you guys? Oh, living the dream. Living the dream in lockdown. Fantastical as always. Yeah, Fabulous. all good. All goody goody. So I hope you've uh, you've uh, enjoyed yourselves uh, this past week after we put uh, JFK uh, to bed, the conspiracy there. So I think we did a good job with that one last week. So uh, yeah, so so we're all safe, and you've uh, you've not had any black helicopters on your lawn or anything this week, have you guys? No, I got a dodgy uh, red laser coming through the window the other night, but just the one, just the one. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> hope you enjoyed the show yeah we're, we're waiting for the arrest uh, to happen now but if that if if the, what we came up with was true then i think <laughs> there'd be a few full prisons of it so um so there yeah. but i hope you enjoyed that one guys as much as we did i can't, I can't go to prison one, I'm, 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 awesome. lee, lee can't go to prison he's far too good looking not again <laughs> not again <laughs> He'd enjoy it. Thanks, we'd, John. We'd, we'd give him some nice stuff. He'd be fine. He'd be don't, bestie, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So as I say, I hope you enjoyed the last couple we've been doing. Um, we are looking at a smaller, more intimate one today, but it is one that's quite close to my heart, uh, which is something I looked at when I was a kid, uh, which is the Dyatlov Pass incident. Um, a little bit of background to that is it was basically nine scientist students um, in Russia, deepest, darkest Russia, and this is going back to 1959. So we are looking at uh, the height of the Cold War, etc. Yeah. And there was uh, nine students that went on a scientific mission, never to return. Um, they were found uh, a couple of weeks afterwards. Uh, well, some of them were found a couple of weeks after, some a couple of months after, a few months after. Um, with some very interesting injuries um, and very peculiar circumstances, uh, apparently, in, in what had occurred to them, with no real explanation. Um, there is lots of different um, theories on this, um, and we're probably going to touch on UFOs again, as we did the other day. You're probably going to touch, um, touch on Yeti for the first time, which might at some point become a program um, or a podcast um, and murder from the locals and all kind of different stuff so guys how do you want to do this do you want me to give a bit of background or do we um or do we want to uh, to, to to go straight on to you guys and, and on how you think no nah, just yeah go for it go for it manny yeah you go for it big man i mean okay. you said it's a subject close to your heart so everybody knows yeah, by now yeah. that means that you're going to be doing the majority of the tokens yeah close to my heart is one of my seven stomachs surely um but there we go <laughs> Getting there before you guys do, or is it, or, or, is it, or my sixth chin? I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, yeah. So going back, so it was 1959. So I, th I think the biggest thing to me was there's a whole lot. The, the scientific reasons of there aren't really important, um, which is good because they completely bore me, and I could really, I couldn't give a monkey's why they were there in particular. However, what they were there, the the area they were is completely remote, and it had been known. Um, in the past uh, to be a, a place where the, the USSR would do some uh, military testing, etc. A, a couple of days before they were found, uh, or sorry, before they went missing, um, there were lights, etc. seen in the sky, which wasn't that unusual at the time because, as I said, there, there had been military testing, etc. in the area. Now, the scene really is the, 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 the start point of this one. 
the scene of it is they, they had a mountain on one side of them, a forest on the other, and they were in the pass. Now, this wasn't the destination. They were still traveling. This wasn't where they were heading towards. Um, and they hadn't really seen any civilization for a good few days um, up until the, on the day they went, that whatever happened to them happened to them. They realized they'd actually taken the wrong path. So they'd set up camp uh, basically in this pass, with the Atloff Pass, um, with the intention of going the right direction um, the next day. Well, we're quite fortunate in the fact that the, uh, a lot of them kept diaries, uh, and the diaries, etc., were found as with the films, etc. And one of the things I always found completely fascinating about this was exactly how many, how much actually was, and how much evidence actually was left at the site. But by evidence, I mean that it's just about the people, about their lives, what they did, etc. But where it gets to start, it's slightly freaky, is that, so for two weeks, they've been travelling and they have camped as normal, they've cooked the dinner, they've had somebody on watch, etc, etc, and there's been no dramas whatsoever. And then they come to the night. Now, nobody knows what happened on the night. What they do know, and what we have to remember, is this was deepest, darkest Cold War. And the people that were looking for them weren't the police, weren't their friends, weren't, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry. The people that went looking for these guys were the, basically the KGB and the Russian army. And they found them. Or they found some of them initially, and then they found the rest of them eventually. But the scene they found was very, very strange. First of all, there was no signs of a struggle. There was no signs of anybody else in the area apart from the nine of them. And that's very, very important. The tent had collapsed in itself, um, but it was pretty much still standing. You have to remember at this point, by the time the, the, the Russian army etc. got there, it's, it's another week, week and a half afterwards. So the middle of the, th the, the tent had basically draped down and collapsed. Um, but the, cut had been, the, the tent had been cut open from the inside. But more than that, on, this, on the front of the, te the tent, eye holes had been cut. So they had obviously been looking at something out the front of their tent and thought, fuck this for a game of soldiers. And they had cut their way out of the back of the tent. Now, the first couple of bodies were found quite quickly. And here's where it gets even stranger. They were pretty much all in a state of undress. So some of them were just in underwear. Some of them had other people's clothes on. Some of them had a one boot on, etc., which is again odd. Now, two of them were found frozen to death. Most of them died by, but no means all of them, incidentally, died of hypothermia. But they were couched at the bottom. Two of them were found crouched at the bottom of a tree, where had been signs of at least one of them attempting to climb the tree with a small fire next to them, beneath them, in their underwear. Now, what can terrify you so much that you cut your way out of a tent, make your way to a, tr a, a tree line a couple of hundred yards because the tr tent's in the open space, so they obviously want to get away from that open space. Now, remember you're at minus 15 to minus 20 where they are on an average evening. 
So they've made their way out of the tent in their underwear and sat there and froze to death rather than go, and go back to the tent, which is only a couple of hundred yards away. Another one was found with a skull injury. Another one, severe chest trauma. He was not only had a chest trauma, but his eyes were missing. Uh, one of the ladies that was found had her tongue ripped out. Um, as was another one with severe chest trauma. Now, this is the last I'm going to throw over to the guys for the, to, to start um, looking at what the various thoughts are on this. But I'll, I'll throw in this one, this one other thing. Now, some of the things that people said, well, well, it was animals, or well, it was this, well, it was that. Well, it was local people that had come and murdered them. This local tribe that hunted in the area. But the, the actual Diatlov Pass, or the Diatlov, the mountain that they're on, is actually named the Dead Mountain. But the reason yeah. it's called the Dead yeah. Mountain is because there's no wildlife. There's nothing to hunt. Yeah, nothing. So there'd be no reason for them to, to, be, to be hunting there. But even if they did, here's an interesting thing. All these people with the chest trauma, severe chest traumas, crushed ribs, caved in skull, etc., there was no soft tissue in this injury. There was no bruising. So their eyes were ripped out, tongues ripped out, chest crushed, etc. In all of these places, there's no injuries to the chest or no injuries to the skin. And that for me is one of the more confusing aspects of it, if you like. I have so, actually, sorry to interject, mm -hmm, yeah. but I have actually found yeah. several things of that there were injuries to the chest, crushed ribs, broken mm -hmm. ribs, and that yeah. they were crushed in several ways. One explanation would have been the impact from a high fall. And as you mentioned earlier about a tree, there was evidence of somebody climbing up at least 16 foot high mm -hmm. up a tree to use it either to escape something, evade something, or to use it as a watch outpost, you know, to try and see, get a better oversight of what's going on there. Yeah, because they said, they said with the two bodies that were found next to the tree, like the branches above like uh, yeah. five, five well, metres, 16 feet yeah, were broken yeah. as it. well. So, and yeah. there was blood found on the tree as well. Suggesting yeah. maybe as the and both of them, uh, their, part of the, like their, um, their fingers, like were all, the, the, the skin was missing from the fingers, mm -hmm. which is just, trying to climb the tree as well. And if those two people have made a fire, yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're like less than a mile away from the campsite, mm -hmm. and they've made a fire, they've made a fire because they have absolutely zero intention on going back to that campsite. Mm -hmm. And there's yeah. a good reason for that that we probably still don't know, you know? No. They, no. They, look, if you're a mile away, and you're going to sit there half-clothed, bleeding, in minus what? 15 degrees Celsius yeah, and go, do you know what we should do? Let's make a fire. You know, I'd be like, let's get fucking back to, to, to camp. Unless. So yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a very good reason that they've all flitted and bailed. Yeah. Did you guys see the photographs that were taken? Yeah. 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 Did you see the yeah. last one that was taken? Or the, not the last one rather, or the second last one that was taken, which was the, the chap in the, um, or the, 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 the f form on the edge of the forest. Did you see that one? 
I've seen the maps in which where they were found, and I've seen the positions positions in which they were found. There's only mm, one person, yeah. one one of the ladies found in a fetus position. The rest of them all, yeah. Well, Some that lady, the one that was like, found in the fetus position, she was the one that suffered the most damage. Yeah. Um, well. That's not what I got, but I might be Pretty wrong. Sure. I actually got that she was the one that was uh, that had nothing to her, and that was most likely one one theory would be because well she'd actually died before because if we go on to that person uh, with the eyes and the tongue ripped out, mm-hmm. she uh, Dubinina, I hope I pronounced that wrong was her name. Um, she actually had hemorrhaging. Now you only get hemorrhaging if that injury has been caused before you've died. Yeah. So basically mm-hmm. she was alive mm-hmm. whilst those eyes and tongue were ripped yeah, out. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. I remember reading that as well, yeah. And that's, that's yeah. a weird one. She was the dead. It's not as if some crows come down and pecked on her after she's died, you know, or something like that. That happened while she was still alive. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going mm-hmm. oh, to share this photograph of oh, that one in the middle. Um, we will find a way to link this for you all to have a look at. This photograph here was the second last photograph that was seen on, uh, that was uh, developed from the film that was still in the camera. Um, <coughs> and it shows, if you actually look, you can you can go back and you can look at the various outfits they've got, etc. To me, this does not match any of the outfits um, that they had with them. Um, now, what it shows is basically a long-limbed, quite tall shape, clearly of a man or a man-like object, obviously looking at them as if from behind a tree. Would, you, would that be a fair summation of of that photograph, guys? I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, yeah. I, I, for- Figure, yeah, clear figure. I'm, I'm not going to say whether it's a yeti or anything. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying it exactly looks to a man, but yeah, yeah it's, but it's certainly as if it's like to me what it says. It's it's as if it's looking round and looking certainly looking at the campsite or looking at whoever's taking the the photograph. Is is what I would say. You see, um, there's there's an interesting thing as you mentioned at the start that there was uh, nine of these hikers. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. actually a tenth. Hiker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a tenth hiker that was with the group at the very start mm-hmm. and he had a dodgy knee mm-hmm. and he basically went back. But it was that very same chap um who actually was used to go back and identify the bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not saying that was on, him. On but... the bodies. On the bodies, here's another one. And and I know we're we're slightly going out. No, no, let's let's go find first. So so let, let's go around. So John, as always, I'll go to you first um, and say, right, okay, so what's, uh, what, what kind of theories that have attracted your attention or what, or what when you were looking into it? Um, well, it's just it's funny, you just go back to, like, obviously we mentioned the, the guy at the start. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. has come out, there's a few things about him, uh, which, you know, is worth probably looking into as well. Was he'd said, he'd said, that he'd heard a Dialatov talking to a local the night before 
mm-hmm. and it basically he'd overheard the conversation, didn't hear the full conversation, but basically the local warned him not to carry on. Okay. As well. uh, and then also on the back of you, they, they said they kept, I mean, it was quite well documented what they were doing. His diary was submitted, but has never been uh, never been used as well. There's a lot of stuff that's been released and there's a lot yeah, of it that's yeah, gone missing that is no yeah. longer there or that's just not been released. Because this all was all kept in the secret files, eh? All the nah, evidence. This, this, right, this whole right. case was put under a KGB secret files, which, mm-hmm, yeah. let's put this into context, yeah? A couple of kids go hiking and go missing, right? Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no evidence and no trace of any investigation ever being had in any Russian mountain incident of hikers going missing. Why this one? Uh-huh. I'll give you another interesting one. Out of that 10th hiker, right, one of the nine hikers, see, all of them knew each other, and they were all of a very, very similar age, I think ranging from about 21 to 24, mm-hmm. except for one chap, one mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. okay? Now, this other, this guy... He does stand out. He is, he's, a, he's a proper odd one out. He didn't know the rest of them. And uh, he was a lot older. He was 38 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was actually a World War II veteran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you heard much now, more about this chap? Sorry? Have you heard much more of that guy, of this chap? Um, I, I know he went on to become a skiing instructor. Because that's mm-hmm. what they were all effectively there for, for the level three. It was the grade three. Grade three. Basically qualified them to be uh, instructors and stuff in the eyes of the Russian government and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't the leader of the group. So look, let, you know, put, put that again. Think about it in the way. Um, you know, you've got a World War II vet who's a ski instructor. For what you're doing, I would almost have on paper that he should be the leader of that. But it wasn't. It was actually, well, uh, I can't mind his first name, but uh, uh, Dyatlov was a surname. He was a leader, and that's why it's called the Dyatlov Pass. Mm-hmm. But um, on paper, you would have had this guy, uh, Semyon Zoklaritov. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but that was the 38-year-old World War II vet. That's a bit of a weird one to have there, guys. That's a, that's, that's a weird one. Well, I'm going to throw one. I was going to leave this for, for later, but since you've actually <laughs> specifically fingered him, so to speak. Um, <laughs> My I'm just talking about you. Yeah, exactly. But the, um, yeah, I'm you love throw, an anal probe, don't you? I know, exactly. That's John with the anal probes now. Come on. <sighs> John with it. We've, we've already come just, with that. You just, that's the funny thing. You just think I'm sitting uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look happier this time, mate. Oh, I Oh, missing a fucking cigarette. Something I do want to, as it were, probe on this one. It's very interesting that you bring this guy up. So, yeah, Yeah. he is very interesting because Simeon Alexevich Zotaryov is his name. He's 38, which is much older than the other ones. As you see, a very interesting history. He's a World War II veteran, etc. He was one of the ones that did have severe trauma. So, he was found with severe chest trauma and his eyes missing. So, his eyes have been ripped out. Okay. Um, but something interesting about this chap is that, as I say, there is new investigations etc. going into this. Now, they've exhumed his body. Aha! Yeah, the DNA. The DNA does not match the family. 
any member. Absolutely. Exactly. Not mum, not dad, not anyone. Hey, they have put together the skull reconstruction, as they can do now, 3D reconstruction, etc. And he does, the, the, the body does match the chap that is photographed in, uh, in the, the expedition. So it's the guy that was on the expedition under the name of Call or whatever his name is. Well, uh, I'll give you another interesting one about that. There's a, there's a, 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 like a grave, a mass grave for nine mm -hmm. of them. Well, yeah. for some of them. Mm -hmm. And he is the only one that's not named on that grave. He's not on that grave, that shared grave for Dyatlov. Mm -hmm. Now, we are looking at 1950s, late 1950s USSR. So, is it possible that this guy, God, I'm turning into Giorgio, that's your line. Is it possible? What? Is it possible, Ancient Aliens? <laughs> is that what I say? No, 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 no. It's what Giorgio from Ancient Aliens is. So is it possible that it Fucking actually... hell, is that where I, is, is that that crazy bastard with the hairdo? Is that who's yeah. getting this Giorgio fish? Yeah, from? yeah. Fuck's sake, know? Douglas, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> so, anyway, is it possible that this guy's actually USSR arming? And, yes. Or, and if it is, what, what's he doing there? Right? What's the army involved in this for? The, the, the experiment is not that exciting that they're doing. Um, so why is the USSR, USSR army involved, first of all? Secondly, if it's not, then who the hell is he and why is he there? Um, and if he is there and he is USSR army, why are they putting somebody who reports to be and certainly comes across as um, a senior military figure. Um, is it to keep them safe? And if it's to keep them safe, is it because somebody knows something? Does in that pass? Or what? That's the biggest thinker for me. I do from, um, you know, not going into all of them yet, but I, out mm -hmm. of everything that I've looked into, that's my favourite one. That was a Soviet testing ground. Mm -hmm. And they've, they've stumbled across that they've gotten too close to something because there's been several reports from anything up to 31 miles away from that night, yeah, of mm -hmm. fireballs in the sky, of red glows in the sky, of flying things, red orbs in the sky from that night. Now, I'm not linking that to UFOs. Yeah, that's one theory. Could very well be. But if that was testings of bombs, I mean, I know that they were doing parachute bombs back then. Something mm -hmm. could have landed close by. That, all the evidence from that would have been covered up by snow or whatever else. But, yeah, um, there's that no shrapnel. There's no shrapnel. No shrapnel, no, no shrapnel found. And okay. there's no, and there's one no... Th well, actually, hold on. There is a piece of aluminium. Um, I've, I've not actually written down the number of the actual specific kind of aluminium it is. An aluminium alloy that was found from technology that never came out till 10 years afterwards. And it was actually from the UR-100 ballistic missile, the Soviet one. So there was, a, uh, there was a shrapnel of aluminium found at the site that matches the UR-100 ballistic missile that never came out till 10 years later. Yeah. Now, that, that chap that we spoke about earlier, the guy, the 10th um, uh, the, 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 the hiker who went back mm -hmm. to identify the bodies, he yeah. also clearly stated that he found things, he saw things at the campsite when he back, went back to identify mm -hmm. the bodies that didn't belong to him and didn't belong to the camp or those people. It says there were things there that didn't that were not right, didn't belong to any of them. Okay. 
Okay. Um, so, John, I've, I've, what's your favourite theory, theories in that? So you, you looked into it, obviously, as well. So what, what did you come to a conclusion or did you? Did, did you? Yeah, I just, I just think it was a six game that went wrong, if I'm being honest with you. They're all outside the minus 20, apart from a couple of them in their, uh, in their, in their underpants, the rest of them were all full. Ah, oh, come on. That, you that, know, screams I, us. that screams at a six game, if I'm being honest with you. There is a, there is um, a theory that they literally just got pissed and took drugs there, uh, mushrooms yeah, from the local tribe. They, they, they said that they only, they only had alcohol for medicinal purposes. Medicinal purposes. That's what I have. But then those bodies weren't um, tested for any kind of alcohol or drug content or anything. But they said that they were all pretty. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've read a lot on on them mm-hmm. themselves, and they were all pretty experienced in what they did. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they agreed not to take cigarettes and things like that with them and alcohol with them. I think they agreed that at the start, but it goes back to what you said. They were all kind of, they all knew each other. Yeah. So they were all and very familiar, you know, so they were all kind know, of they, friends, yeah. They're still um, kids, effectively, in your early yeah. 20s. You still want to do, and you do, you you, you know, you've got to goad each other on to do silly things and that. It, it is a stupid possibility, but it's, it is a possibility. I doubt it. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> but one of them, one of them uh-huh. I do like, funnily enough, is I don't know if you, I mean, I'm presuming you, you, you have read about it, is the paradoxical undressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the body thinks that's it's one, uh, burning instead of freezing, whilst it's actually freezing. Yeah, it's like uh, hypothermic subjects remove their clothes yeah. in response to perceived feelings of burning warmth. But the clothes were in yeah. the, tent, but, the tent. The clothes were in the tent. But also, the people that were actually furthest away from the tent had mm-hmm. clothes on. They even had clothes that didn't belong to them. Well, this is what other members yeah. of the they camp looks, there. Exactly, they so, look like they've, they've been given clothes, etc., from other members. So, like somebody's been getting freezing cold when the girls were freezing cold, so she was given something else that she had on her leg. Nah, they have ripped the clothes off a of dead people, mate. Well, you know that there's evidence that there's mm-hmm. tears and rips and fragments found of the clothes mm-hmm. everywhere, yeah. and it does show signs of actually. Um, like the, the, the either clothes were being ripped off, taken off, or progressively being removed, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it could have been that they fled that tent clothed, and for whatever yeah. reason afterwards, or some didn't, mm-hmm. and then they've like literally found other bodies and ripped their clothing off. But, um, mm-hmm. th- there was lots of evidence of tears and rips and fragments of clothing. Yeah, a lot of the clothes were still in the tent. A lot of the mm-hmm. clothes for these people are still in the tent. So not everybody's left that tent clothed, firstly. Secondly, I think we're, we're ignoring the fact that in the autopsy, it's specifically said by the coroner that the injuries in particular to the chest areas could not have possibly been um, caused by another human being. That just the strength is not there for them to do it. In particular, I think when the sternum was broken, which is basically impossible. That's right. Yeah, that could only happen during strangulation. That um, well, they, they said that, like the six, the six injuries, like uh, uh, well, that of uh, like a like almost like a fatal car crash injuries. Uh-huh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, as yeah. well, Big, which we go back to impact. saying that it's not been it's not been man made. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Crush injuries because it goes back to what we were saying. What we were saying right at the start. Well, not right at the start, but close to the start. Whereas there's no soft tissue, so these these ribs etc have been broken without causing yeah bruising. So that is in, instant. I mean, that has to be instant and huge pressure to do that. 
That's yeah. why it's not an animal. That's why I would rule yeah. out any... There's no wild animals there. As you say, it was a dead mountain. And if it was a, a Sasquatch Bigfoot or a bear or anything else like that, do you know what? They would have eaten something. You're not going to have nine bodies around you and not eat any of that. And also, the tongue and the eyes. A bear's not going to be able to execute the highly needed skill with its size of claws to take out a fucking tongue from a body or something like that. The photograph, you know? now, joking apart, now, we're going back to, like, one of my one of my big hobbies in life and, and one, of my lo- one of my other loves is um, Sherlock Holmes. Apart from the masturbation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah from that. definitely. But that, no, that's I what thought I'm again, before at. you this time, we just want But the... Um, <laughs> But Thanks, one of yeah. the one of the, the, the things that I love is Sherlock Holmes and the original books of Sherlock Holmes from the um, the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, um, and they were all genius. They were all genius, uh, and he was talking about fingerprints and footprints and all this kind of stuff before the police were ever using them, um, and before it was a science. Um, they were they're all in those original books. Uh, it was cutting edge at the time, and one of and it is a very famous line, but it's one that Sherlock Holmes. Um, spoke which is if you take away what is impossible whatever is left however improbable must be the truth now you're looking at a whole load of things now that photograph that i showed which we will link at some point um, but you can get it in the internet just by looking up diatlov pass uh, photographs um, and there is a figure in the trees now it might be a soldier could be but with the se- with the second last photograph of the film, it's an odd place for that that one to be. Every other photograph, and there's hundred, there's about hundred and twenty pictures by the way, and I've seen them all. And there's nothing else in there. There's no other photographs that looks like that, that are close to that, or even looks like it's of the same person or of the same clothing. So, if it's what I would say to me that photograph would tend to show something that was involved in their deaths for the simple fact that it could be a Russian army. They could be, they could have, you know, stumbled across them when they were doing their tests, etc. I don't disagree with that. Um, it may be something like that rather than something paranormal or occult. But if you look at the rest of their photograph, the rest of photographs from that, they're not going to be carrying an extra suit that nobody's seen. They're just not. So to me, that's somebody that wasn't in their party. If it's someone, if you said to me, right, that's absolutely yeti. Fair enough. Would I have enough evidence to say no? It's not. I, I don't know because something, whatever happened to these guys, what we have to come back to, whatever happened to these guys, left nine people dead, with left no marks, no footprints, no nothing that they actually were so scared of, they cut themselves out the back of the tent. They've not died in groups, apart from the people that have frozen to death at the bottom of the tree. It's almost as if they were caught one by one, with no marks. Their eyes are missing, tongues ripped out. And incidentally, the one with the worst injuries is the guy that's got no right to be there because he's not who he says he is. So we've spoken about that. The whole thing stinks, but no, but it doesn't just stink in the the way that you know you can you can just explain by saying that the army came down and did it. Well, fine, but how how did they cause these injuries? 
And why did they leave the crime scene? If it was the USSR and it was the army and we're talking about military and KGB, etc., then why did they then come in, they did that, and then they set the scene to be found like that? To the point... Covered it up. But it's been yeah. it's not been covered up though either because you're now at the stage where the people who have got access to these secret files have started another investigation. So why would they do that? Well, the only new evidence that's come forward is of people that have now died, basically, because there's mm-hmm. a new you'll 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 be referring to there's a new documents. There was a letter written by the lead prosecutor, yeah, mm-hmm. Silly Ibramovich Temel Temelov yeah. Tempelov. Mm-hmm. in 59 uh, and that was sent to the lead investigator but mm-hmm. this is what makes it stinking for me okay 2nd of February is when that, that was their last night there that's when it happened yeah the mm-hmm. incident Yeah. so it takes a search party until the 21st of February for them to go and start looking for these people 10 days after the hikers were you know due back now there's a letter dated from the 15th of February. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And that goes into the investigation for searching for them. Well, what are you searching for on the 15th of February? Because nobody's missing at that point. It wasn't until the 21st of, that there was a search party sent out. Now, I don't understand how there could already be an investigation into that region before they know what's going on, where it's going on. There's a second document that shows the case was started on the 6th of February, which is four days after that incident occurred. Mm-hmm. Now, if that document exists, which they do, and they've been verified, one of them was written by the lead prosecutor, and it was actually handed in as evidence by his wife after he's died, and it's all been verified. This is definitely a cover-up. There's documentation about what are you investigating before you know of anything that happens. Tell you another one. What what, what raises uh, questions about the investigation or what they're investigating? As I said earlier, about you don't go investigating a couple of hikers going missing on on minus fifteen degrees Celsius on a bloody silly mountain. You don't you don't do that. What you certainly don't do, which they did do, is they tested for. Um, Radiation. Word. Radiation. radiation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For radiation and that. Well, mm-hmm. why are you te- what are you testing for radiation? Uh, and that, there's traces that, of radiation found. Yeah. And you're just like, look, you've got a couple of kids that have gone hiking and, and they've frozen on a mountain. Right. You could have been testing for I don't know, probably a hundred things before you'd be thinking, Ooh, is that radiation? Now come on, that's dodgy as hell. That's stinking. Stinking. Yeah. Sounds pre planned, pre Something I'm not saying preempted, but they were on the case within four days after it happened, and then it took them ten days before there's any sort of public anything like a search party. That don't know, like, yeah. So, John, so so bringing you in at this point. So so anything else that you've you've looked into? Because I, I I've got well, it's funny. Yeah, just go back to what Lee said. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird why they tested for the radiation, but funnily enough. Mm-hmm. One of the members of the one of the members of the party that died, mm-hmm. he actually worked um, in a secret nuclear, nuclear facility. Yeah, uh, two of them, uh, and it was, and it was uh, their and it was a radio. 
Yeah, it was a radioactive leak. Um, and he was one of the party that went in to clean it up. But the only way he would still have traces of radiation on him is if he was wearing the same clothes, which he quite But they, they found traces of radiation on those two guys' clothes. Mm. So maybe he still had some traces on him. But that's, so there was radiation uh, found within the trees and that. And then there was, it's, and then yeah, but it's just, it's, it's just bizarre that that's one of the things, you know, that's one of the things they... Um, one of the one of the things he tested. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, totally. It's, it's, there's, there's like you say, there's so many different. There is so many different theories that it's mental. One of the one of the ones I actually found quite interesting was, uh, interesting was the infrasound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, did you read that one, Kendall? No, no, I don't think I know that one. No, um, yeah. It's, it's a theory based on. Um, a wind going around that created a Carmen Vortex street, which can produce infrasound capable of inducing panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to uh, uh, Donnie Eicher's theory, the infrasound generated by the wind as it passed over the top of the mountain was responsible for causing physical discomfort and mental distress in the hikers. Yeah. And because of the panic, the hikers were driven to leave the tent by whatever means. And and inflate and basically get the fuck out of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time they got down further down the hill, they would have been out the path, regained their composure by the darkness. They wouldn't have found their way back. That's still so, not crushing. Does it create uh, no? But it creates like a lot of frequency. The traumatic injuries suffered by three of them were the result of the stumbling over the ledge where they've been in the darkness and landing mm-hmm. in the rocks at the bottom. If you fall 16 it's a, it's foot a from a plausible, tree. It's a plausible one. That one, the <coughs> one to me is quite a plausible one, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Lee Did you hear about the watches? The watches? No, no. Carry on. John, did you get about this one? The watches? Four watches? No, no, I didn't, no. Okay, so out of what, the, the, the nine hikers, four of their watches were found stopped. Mm-hmm. One of them was at 5.31, mm-hmm. one at 8.39, one at 8.15, and another at 2.15. And the first watch was found covered in luminous substances. Okay. There was another watch as well. One of the other guys had a watch as well, but that was still working. Bear in mind, what's this, 59? I need to Google. I don't know, but I don't think you have yeah. LCD watches. Long there. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Russia, not no, USSR. No, you wouldn't. No. So um, that that's a manual watch, which is either a wound-up watch mm-hmm. or an automatic watch with an automatic movement. You know, that self-powers. That's You know, it's near a digital watch. So what could possibly? I mean, look, the coincidence of two watches stopping at the same sort of time scale. I'll, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Four of them. That's. That's a weird one. That's weird. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, I tell you, I'm going to, I think we're going to wrap it up fairly soon because there's not an answer to this one as much as we'd like it to be. But before we do, I'm just going to throw in one here. Or I'm going to sum up from my point of view. And, and guys, please do jump in if, if you, you disagree with something that's here, which you will. To you me, know it's too well, Kendall. Yeah. To me, so we've got nine people that have gone up. Well, there's ten people that have gone up, but you rightly say. And nine of them have, have, have continued on their way. One of those 
does not belong. Yes. One of those is there for another reason other than we know of it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that he was there because they were in danger. And it's known about danger. What his background is, we don't know because he is not who he claims he was. Mm-hmm. And we know that. We know that for a fact. He talked about having military background, etc. Um, and it did him no good because he ended up having his eyes ripped out and his chest crushed. Now, there was nobody else in USSR apart from USSR and KGB. I don't, I don't believe that for a second at that point. So to me, it's a stretch for it to be army-based because why would they then send one of their own men with them? Which I think he probably was. Really? I, I, I think he's... You, do, he's, you don't think one man that works in the army, certainly the KGB, is just easily eradicated? They don't give a fuck about one No, no, man. no, they absolutely do, but I'm saying they've clearly... <laughs> They've clearly put him with them. I'm saying they, they, they know. They, they know nothing, nothing happened without the KGB and without the, the military police knowing over in, in mm-hmm. that point in the USSR. What I'm saying is they put him in that party. Yeah. So I don't understand why they would then kill him. Take or, him out of the equation. Not, not, nothing to say. But to me... Nobody to talk. Evidence erased. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I would expect him to be killed. Okay. To me, there's so he's gone there with them to protect them. To me, from something, from what? Why is he put in that party if they're going to kill him or whatever like that? Something's happened and something bad's happened. If it was military, then they wouldn't have allowed. They would just have delayed them for two weeks. They wouldn't have let them go up there. Now I understand that they've they've gone off course. So they might have stumbled into something, that's fine. But they might have stumbled into an area that they might have not been. And here's where, here's where I'm going completely left field from anything you've heard or anything that we've discussed so far. But I did touch on it a few ago. Now we're up in tribal grounds in the middle of nowhere. And it was in a very religious part of the world and a very strange part of the world. And we don't have Yetis, etc. I don't necessarily think it was Yetis and like that player, but I think something different happened. And I'm going to touch on what I touched on a few times, a few podcasts ago, which is: is there such a thing as pure, unadulterated evil? Is what happened to them something that can't be explained by anything we know about because it's not something we know about? But it's in one of those rare occasions that they've gone and they have stumbled across something that is pure evil, pure malevolence, and capable of great feats of power, of ridiculous savagery. I'm going to play you something now, guys. Okay? Um, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. You just described the Soviet Union back then. Wait for it. Okay. Have a listen to this, guys. Have a listen to this. So Rosen has known a birthday, isn't it? Yeah. Already making the pain. Yeah. And the kids are already making the pain. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Ah, 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 that goes on for an hour and a half, guys. I'm not going to play it all. That's actual footage. Thank God for that. I thought it was one of your sex tapes. Yeah, that's actual <laughs> footage of the uh, of the exorcism of a girl in Germany a few years earlier than that, um, of Annalise Michelle. And if you if you want an unsteady night of um, of no sleep, I would suggest anybody to. Uh, to, to have a listen to that. That was right at the beginning before it got freaky. The um, It's the best um, evidence I've heard for something that is outside the ordinary and something that is pure, unadulterated evil. Now, I'm not saying this is what happens. Ah, is that, I was waiting to say you've just you've just gone from talking for an hour on one topic to talking about some queen in Germany that got exercised. I am I know it's a girl. And I am I am saying what I am saying. <laughs> did I did I fall asleep? What I'm saying. Uh, welcome back, Lee. Yeah, what I'm saying <laughs> is that when you take everything, when when you eliminate everything that is impossible, whatever remains, however improbable must be the truth. Now, if we're discounting a Yeti, because again, there's no flesh wounds and there's no footprints and there's no nothing, we're discounting loads of other things. We're discounting, or I'm discounting military again because there's no tracks and no traces. And to be Whoa. honest, I think they would. I think they would do an, an awful lot better. Yeah, but you got to remember. Tracks and traces. The reason why there wasn't tracks and traces yeah. was because you've got to remember the time period from when they went missing on the second. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, yeah, their own footprints were there. Their own footprints were there. So, Sorry, I yeah. couldn't hear you standing on your soapbox. What was that? What? So their own footprints were there. Oh, so, so me or him? Yeah, that, so there were <laughs> so there were um, so there were traces from traces of uh, what footprints, footprints etc. From yeah, the people from the camp. Yeah, yeah, but there was. Uh -huh. no How do you know it was the camps. people from the camp? Because it was only from the tent, and it was like from but the some front of them of the had boots in. on as well. Some of them still had boots. Yeah, they had one boot on. Aye, but one... we're talking about the evidence that they they found mm. when they found the site. We've already mm. heard of somebody. That's saying that there's there's evidence that there was piece there was stuff found at the campsite at Tent Hiker. He says he uh, when he had to go back and identify the bodies, he's recognising stuff that was was not there, you know, that didn't belong to the camp. When so, he left, as if that, no, he left. no, no. After he's come back, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. But I'm saying when he left, when he left, that stuff wasn't well, there. Well, he didn't that, stop that... off at the Russian mountain shop to pick up supplies. No, no, no. But that's fifty-nine. But that doesn't mean they were left at that <laughs> the exact time of the of the death. <laughs> there is no Kendall. evidence of ever being snipped into his local Berkow store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've written everything off. It's near an avalanche. It's not animals. It's not yet aliens. It's near a yeti. Even the infrasound, I thought, do you know what? It still doesn't justify what would then happen to the bodies of that. What you've just said, that has, has, okay, okay, cool. Right, so one of nine people gets possessed. 
starts fucking no, levitating. No 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 no. no, 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 no. I never no? said that he gets possessed. No, 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 no. That sounded like a demonic possession to me. It was, but I never said that they were like they they were killed by somebody. It was de- de- well, uh, if you weren't possessed. alluding to that, what was, I was the al- point? I, I was alluding to the fact that there's the some pure evil. He was listening exactly. to alluding to pure evil. Pure evil. That that thing, whatever pure, it was, it was in Is something <laughs> is something that exists, and if it's something that exists. Then it's something that can do and that's capable of making a body or anything like doing that. Now, it's far fetched. It's left wing. It's weird. It's so far out of the left field. I completely, I completely understand that and I get that. I'm just throwing that in as another possibility. Because I thought you were almost something like going, happened. Going to go with the whole local tribe thing because there was a local tribe around in that area. But um, I mean, they were quite a peaceful tribe. It wasn't the any Manzi kind of tribe. religious drought or that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was one one thing I did read, and I only got this from one source, was mm-hmm. that it was uh, an actual old man's uh, uh, burial ground. But mm-hmm. that I, I heard that once, and from nowhere else, and apparently it wasn't sacred ground. Yeah, um, and that they were friendly and really near mm-hmm. harmful. So I'm not yeah. going in for that either. No. You know? they, were, they were also um, taken. There was there was also some of them that were taken away and tortured, and they didn't confess. Um, and if you don't confess when you're getting tortured by the KGB, you didn't do it. So simple as that. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they were pretty good at what they did back then. <laughs> so see, there was a whole cooker theory as well that led to them potentially, and that's uh, that's been debunked as well. That they had a cooker and there was a pipe and all the rest of it. Now that it could have the the embers could have caused the smoke inside to have allowed them to all either be choking or hallucinating and. Smoke inhalation also leads to bleeding internally, so that you would have explained a few things. But evidence was found that they'd eaten about six hours earlier. Yeah. None of the foods eaten, which was ham, you know, needed cooking. And also that the cooker was all, the stove they had, the cooker was all packed away, including the chimney, and there was no embers in that. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's debunked as well, effectively. Um, the only thing that stands and stands strong is that it was government something they've stout, found, stumbled across and they've just went, no, no way can we take a risk and we get rid of everybody. Well then, how have they done? So let's let's go around, so let's finish up by, by, by we're going around there. So, John, how did these injuries happen to these people? Uh, it's, it's a strange one. It's... Uh, I quite like the, the, a couple of theories that I talked about, but uh, I, I don't subscribe to the pure evil theory. I don't know. I, I think there's too much, again, that points to the government, the Russian government, the KGB. 100%. Um, things like that. There was one that, out of everybody that left that tent, and bear in mind, they all left in a hurry, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you've probably read it as well. Somebody... I can't remember the chap's name. Managed to grab his camera. Yes. Is this, yeah. Also, right? yeah. So they're all rushing out of the tent. Some of them are going out in their pants and socks. But this guy's yeah. got the presence of mind to pick up his fucking Kodak. No. You know? Um, but what's more interesting... Is that the photograph of the light? Uh, well, this is the interesting thing. This is why I think it's got something to do with the KGB and all that. Is mm-hmm. the, the camera... Allegedly, was too damaged, or there was too much. There was too much water in the film. 
take from that what you will. So well, I know that there's that definitely kind of, that there's kind definitely of photographs from another. Yeah. I, oh, no, but they all had, but see, see the, the, the girl who was the, she was one of the most experienced ones. I mean, she was one of the ones that had the most, the photographs that were well documented. But uh-huh. I just find it strange that he's taking his camera with him. But, but a, lot, uh, a, lot, a lot of these photographs are missing. And if you even do the tally of how many photographs fit on, because it's those old fucking real spool, whatever, photo things. You, you mm-hmm. can actually do the math on how many photos you could have taken to how many photos there are mm-hmm. and that how many photos were not used on that paper, you know, that weren't exposed. So there are photos missing from the evidence files, from the case files. Well, I, think I just, I no, 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 but that's, that's probably not including this guy's camera. Though. Well, I mean, yeah, I yeah well, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, um, so, so Lee, going over to you, so same question, what has caused these people's injuries? The injuries are the interesting ones, you know, I mean, I, I actually, when I started looking into it, I was like, the girl with the eyes and the tongue, do you know what, I was probably a bird or something, it's then hooked away at the eyes, and whatever option was there, which would have been a tongue for it, maybe, you know, but then I found out, that obviously, she was the one that suffered from the hemorrhage, and so it was done while she was alive, well, I mean, that's so weird. Some of the other injuries, like the big impact ones, like uh, the guy with the crushed ribs, that could happen. I mean, look, we're talking about a mountain covered in meters of snow. You climb up a tree, which there's evidence of. There's evidence of him falling off of that not tree him, or something. Not him, not him, because the, the two found at what the bottom. What do you mean, not him? The, the guys that found at the bottom of the tree were just found like dead of hypothermia. They didn't have injuries. Right, but there was there was a person that was found. There was blood found on well, a tree with broken yeah, but branches. He, so, you, so you think he's fallen out of the tree, left some blood in the tree, and then walked fucking 200 yards no. across his chest? Well, I mean, possibly. <laughs> you could have taken an impact and have died from a 16-foot fall onto a rock that you didn't see coming. You could take any kind of... And I mean, breaking, bear, bear in mind that breaking the ribs could then go on to do a further, further While he was doing this, he was like, bastard, that was sore. I'm just going to take my eyes out and leave them here as well while I want He didn't have his eyes missing. <laughs> it was uh, it was one lady that had the, the eyes. And oh, the no, 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 no. It was our, it was our, no, she had as well. But our, our friend that shouldn't have been there, he had his eyes missing as well. Yeah, there's two of them. Right, that's right, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Um, but why would that happen? Why would that be the case? That would make more sense if it was this uh, Soviet uh, secret ground. And then so soldiers have come across them because you've either been scared or chased out of the tent or you've been running. You can see if there's a couple of things that you can actually see the maps and where the bodies were found and situated. So you can see the distance, but still the similar similar direction. Now with that, it actually shows that the people closest to the tent had less clothes on. So the people that actually got the furthest away had more clothes and have actually taken clothes from other people. But the ones closest to it, that could be several things. But I, I mean, you could. To, I, have to beg to, I have to jump in here because I beg to differ because the two that were closest <coughs> in the tent were two ladies that showed uh, which the tracks would tend to suggest and the way they were facing would tend to suggest that they were trying to get back to the tent. So that Why would you go back? 
Well, because what if you've got, look, you've run away from something, but you're running away from something very specific and you're not you've died. A, a load of people. And then, so you've run away from something and then that pet, that whatever you've run away from is at the bottom of a tree munching white apple in the eyeball from another dude. So then you're going to go back because actually you don't know where, where you are. So where are you going to go back? I've got no clothes on. I can't run away. I'm going to go back. He's munching away or, or whatever this is is munching away on somebody's ribs and uh, on eyeballs and rips her tongue out. There's so there's no perforations on bodies. There's no munching no, of it. That's why I ruled out animals, because mm -hmm. if it was any kind of bear, you would have at least a bite mark, a claw mark, or a bear fucking would have eaten you. You yeah, know, yeah, simple yeah. as your, your food. No, no way it's, um, no, so no it's, it's, yeah. it's not that. No. That's why. No, but they, they but as I say, for, for me, there's something specific that they're running from, and that something specific at some point is away from the tent, and therefore they're thinking, let's go back to the tent, probably breaking cover. So they're in cover, and then they're thinking, whatever it is is over there and it's dealing with them, therefore I'm going to go back, get my clothes, and hightail it down the fucking mountain again. So they've been trying to get back. As soon as they've got their broken cover to try and get back to the tent, and that's where whatever it is has gone after them and got them. And it's got one, and then it's gone another 20 yards and but, got the other. But it's got them, yeah? It's got yeah. them. Yeah. What, what's, it, what's it done to them? What's it done to them? Is it what air you're saying, hugged them to death? Like the infrasound, infrasound theory. That's what that sounds like. But how? Well, it's like, I don't actually, see. Again, it goes back. How, does, how, yeah. how? 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 How the injuries? How are the injuries caused? This is what. Well, that's the same because they create low frequencies and yeah, that that infrasound creates low frequencies and uh, I think like big sort of not like sonic booms but big impact sound booms and that. I mean, I, I I'm not buying into it. I'm certainly not buying into. But, this but, theory, but, but no, it's it's just the injury. How the infrasound? Explain to me how the infrasound is going to pop two people's eyes out. No, that I'm not. So, well, I don't know, I mean, big man. I'm only pressure. Pressure. I'm <laughs> only saying it sounded like it. I wasn't saying I actually. I fucking <laughs> yeah, agreed yeah. with it. No, I pressure. There is, there is something, there is something that has been so, and this, this is where I'm coming from, this is where, you know, I, I put out there very stupidly, but I put out there the, the, the thing of pure evil. What I am saying is something has terrified these people so much, they've cut their way out of a tent, half naked, and ran away. Be it interesting, be it this, that, the next thing. However, for interesting to, to be the cause, etc., or, or all these things, um, to be the cause, however, it's got to then either have to cause the injuries themselves, which I don't think they can, and I don't think they have, or there has to be some other cause. They have to have reason why they are so terrified. So whatever has terrified them, they are bloody right to have been terrified of it. Because in the end, whatever has caused it, and if it's interesting, whatever it is that's caused this fear in them, that's caused them to run, it's killed them all. It's killed them. They're like, okay, some of them are just so terrified. So we've now got two people that have tried to return this. So, so, so one guy, say, say one guy is running away and he's been caught and he's been crushed and his eyes have been taken out. And as that's happening, the two girls have decided, you know what, we were under the trees. Right, okay, it's only that one thing, whatever the fuck it is. So now let's go back to the tent, get our stuff and get the fuck. So they're trying quietly as they can to get back to the tent. However, it's open land, whatever it is, sees them and goes back. Now you've got the two guys under the tree going, fuck that for a game of soldiers, we are staying in the trees. 
So they stay and they die of hypothermia. But whatever it is and whatever scared them has picked them off as they come out of cover, firstly. And secondly, it's killed them. Now, be it military, that's fine, but then what military is going to cause these injuries? And with certainly limited tracks, because certainly, I, I agree, there has been a certain amount of snowfall. However, their tracks seem to be the only ones, and it's been stated their tracks were the only ones. There was no sign of anything else or anybody else. But saying that there is other tracks or whatever there, fine. So there might have been some other tracks there. But what was going to cause these injuries? And to the stage that when you're like to cause no soft tissue damage, so the force to break ribs, etc., without causing these, you're instantly killing people. If there's not going to be any soft tissue, you're instantly killing them. So there's no blood flow to cause the bruising. Um, okay, so okay. Forces, what I'm talking about. Let's see everything you've said is 100% correct. Why mm-hmm. did the investigation start on the 6th of February? I agree. I agree, but then what? How? What? Why <coughs> this? Why this? Why is it started sixth in February? Comes into why this guy that should not be there is there. Mm-hmm. So they're maybe aware of something else, of some evil that is around in an area. They've gone up, and uh, and he was there something. to keep him, yeah. safe. Something is there. We're going to send him. Fuck, he might. You know, if it's evil, he might be a fucking priest. If it's, um, you know, if it's if it's a case of uh, he might be a specialist in some form of army. If it's like so, if it's a UFO, he might be fucking Van Helsing, the alien hunter. I don't know, but but if we understand who he is and what he is there for, then mm-hmm. we then we solve the mystery. To me, the mystery revolves around this guy, not because he caused it, but because he is the odd man out. He should not be out there. He has got no right to be out there. He is a character out of place. And Correct. if I understand why he is there and what he has been put there for, because I've got no doubt he has been put there by them, by the KGB, either the, the Russian government or the KGB have put that guy on that team. To and stop is, them finding a secret bloody Soviet fucking something, testing ground. Whatever. Whatever. If, it, if it's a secret... secret or if it's just to keep them safe because they know of something. Because what we're talking about is we're looking, we're talking about students. Now, students, they have to go missing. What if there's um, how many army, how, how do we not know that there's army patrols gone up there and gone missing? The same thing happened to them. And we'll never know about it and never hear about it. And that's maybe why he's been put on. But why would you send one man to protect a whole, like nine kids? That's the question. To, to, to protect them from evil, like to protect them from something that the whole bloody army are so scared of that they've actually sent somebody from the army to go and protect. You'd be like, nah, fuck that, man. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. And if it is what you're saying, some kind of possessive fucking psychopath from not, previous not, eras. Not possess- no, not possessive. I, I'm talking about an actual force of evil. Uh-huh. An actual Where there's no life. No, no, there's, why would pure no evil go and live in the most barren form of any kind of life. There's there's nothing there. On the top of a mountain with nothing around you. Maybe you were pure why. evil. Nah. Maybe. You'd be right in the middle of the city, man. Maybe he's you'd been be banished. He'd be watching mysterious Weasley. Maybe it's maybe he's been banished. Oh, look at Kendall. Maybe it's maybe it, maybe it's maybe it's Satan himself who got banished from heaven and allowed to walk the earth. Maybe he walks in the Urals. 
I, listen. What the fuck have you been smoking today before you come on here? It's starting like to, to degree. It's tongue in cheek. To degree, it's tongue in cheek. But what I'm saying, what, yeah. what I'm saying, is <laughs> when, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, this one terrified me. It mm-hmm. absolutely terrified me because, in the true sense of the word, something happened to nine people, nine individual people. Now, if you think there's no light, the depths of Russian winter, minus 15, pitch black, no light, no nothing, right? No nothing, no light. There's not even any fucking starlights because it's an overcast night, right? So nothing, no light. And this tracks down nine people in separate areas and kills them. Okay, so look back to the last podcast we did. We did mm-hmm. something fantastic there. We all had yeah. some input that linked shit up and shit yeah. linked up and we had a justifiable thingy. Yeah. Try link up the plausibles here. There's a piece of metal, yeah, that doesn't exist and it's completely unknown to man and that's been found. Mm-hmm. Well, none of them had that known that. There's been fireballs or lights in the sky that have absolutely been seen by several different groups of witnesses up to 13 miles in the surround, 31 miles in the surrounding area mm-hmm. link that in you know mm-hmm. and take away the fact or add in the fact that it's ufos or something or is it testing from above we spoke about ufos and when we spoke about that talk, talking about area 51 being that testing ground or at least having all these lights and flying things in that area why couldn't this just be the america the, the, the soviet version of that again america and the soviets have always been the one that went to war on you know th- th- this kind of thing this has been their biggest it seems to me that in the long run or in some kind of backdated history the americans and the soviets are linked with ufo knowledge and i'm not linking this case to that at all i'm really not but there's too many similarities here the, the, and the, uh-huh. the area you're looking for is a place called kapustin yar incidentally which is the russian area yeah. um so that's that's where they have their their secrets and their their, their testing grounds etc um, but then that's one that I actually have written down here as part of my notes uh, about mm-hmm. yeah, is it something from there I, I don't know I mean we're not I, I know what you're saying about big big bringing things together the only thing I think I personally think brings everything together on this one is this one guy is this one guy that shouldn't be there Everything. But then create a story for him on that. Like, create the story. Where does that... So, what, he's a Russian guy, he's connected to the KGB or something, yeah. World War II, but so he's got all the skills, and he... What? He's there, what? He's there to keep them safe and keep them... But, but I, again, I, I think it's very much as a pathfinder, if you like. I think he is... Right. We're putting him out with him with them, and we're saying, I think, almost certainly, he's going to be military or intelligence. One of the two. They can't be really anything else because KGB, yeah. USR Russian, USSR Russian doesn't work like that. The guy's put in university with a different ID. He's got papers of this guy's name and it's no him, right? So he's been put there by officials, right? So he's there for mm-hmm. a reason. Now, he's undercut. He's absolutely yeah, he's undercut. a mole, like, eh? yeah. Now, what we do know is whatever he is there, so he's either there to spy on them, but they're, they're, they're students who are really out what they're getting. They're doing a couple of scientific experiments, but what they're really yeah, getting yeah. is their ski Science badges. students, engineers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're getting is their ski badges from doing it. Yeah. So 
So he's there for one of two reasons. Either they've got something they're they're doing, and listen, that, that we're believing what we can read and what we can find on the internet. So is is it the fact that actually they were doing something very different? So there's maybe another scenario. So mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. they're doing something different, he's keeping them safe, and he's making sure that they don't give it away, and he's like keeping an eye on them to make sure they're not traitors, or he's keeping them from some harm. Now, by keeping them from some harm, would, as you rightly say, would you then be thinking that one person is going to fight off an entirely alien army or whatever else like that? Well, no, he's not. But what, no. he might do, what he might do is if they say, right, this area is safe, this area is not safe, whatever you do, make sure you don't, you don't go into this, these areas. Now, we also know that on the night in question, they have gone off course. And somebody has said, stop here and camp here. And then in the morning, yeah. because it's getting late in the morning, we will go back on course. So if he's there to keep them safe and he's there to stop them going off course, is he the one that said, right, okay, we're going off course, stop. And if so, then what we have to do, what we've nailed down is we've nailed down that it's actually about the area they stumbled into, that there's something about that area, be it that it's known for, is it the infrasound you said, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it something like that? Is there Russian experiments? Is there KGB experiments? Is there UFOs that's known, known to inhabit the area? Is it literally pure evil? Well, they're all scientists that were all working on individual cases, but they all knew each other. Could they even potentially all share or be onto a theory of something that would have put something at risk? Like, literally. Because one thing, I I like what you say about maybe the guy was there to lead them away or protect them or keep them safe. But equally, could he have been there to lead them off track? They went off track. They were all pretty damn experienced. They're all going for level three. They all know what they're doing, you know? Mm. And all of a sudden, these guys that have done, I don't know how many treks before, have done how many other uh, thingies, you know? And they've got one guy, the one stranger, the odd one out, and all of a sudden, now they lose their, their sense of tracking or where they're going in the direction. So was he there to deliberately lead them off track? I don't know. Do you know, just... do you know you talk about, do you know you talk about Try to tell you dots, right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Before they left, they left on, say, like the first. Mm-hmm. And Dyatlov had said to the group uh, that they'll be in contact within, I think it was like seven right, days said, or eight um... days. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you know, obviously, this guy is a link to everything. So mm-hmm. he could it be that he's taken them off course and he said, Well, it'll take me this long to get off course. Then, and then that could be linked in with why the reports and all that that you're talking about leave were written early because he says, Well, I'll get them there at this time. Well, he definitely, Dyatlov, the, the leader of the group, he definitely sent a telegraph a couple of days before and he did say, I think. I might be wrong here. I think he quoted the 12th, that they should be back on yeah. the 12th, was it maybe? Oh, no, he, so said he, he, told... he, he said he'd be in contact. He didn't say they'd be back, he said he'd be in contact. I thought that on the way back, they would send another telegraph mm. to say that's us. 
this was a CR. Again, that's the only from what I've read. Yeah. They said it could be something to do with that as well. That this guy sent them in the wrong direction purposely. Yeah. And then I'll get them there by this date. Then you launched the investigation that date. But yeah, yeah, be, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those that I I honestly don't think that I I I don't think that we can certainly looking from 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 doing deep research and and that's listen guys that's what we do we we try and go past um, what's available immediately on on the internet etc yeah, yeah over the last couple and we try and get deep bit down into these things and I think what we've done is is what we've succeeded on. Is we've come up with a lot of bullshit, especially me in this one, and um, but we've also um, we've also nailed down a couple of the key questions. And a couple of key questions is, who is this guy that's going to right to be there? Okay, um, yeah. Firstly, and second of all, how did those injuries get made? If you get the answer to those two questions, or what co- what would cause those injuries? Yeah, yeah. Who who was this guy? Now, if you look a little bit, I've not done too much. I don't want to, to go too much more into it. But Zolotaryov, that we were talking about, the guy who should not have been there. Now, from all reports, yes, he is not Zolotaryov. That was a real guy. But the suspicion is that since the Second World War, that someone else has been living under that name. So it's not a case of never saying like he's been put there to do this, do that, and the next thing. Well, that's fine. But he's been living as that character since the Second World War, which is 14 years. So that's a hell of a cover. And I don't have You're going to look at all... Sorry. No, I'm just saying I don't have any answers for you on it. But he's, he, to me, is the key behind everything. And whatever he was there to do and whatever he was there to either lead them to, lead them against, protect them from, like, lead them into, I, 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 I don't know. And without, without finding more of who this guy is, what the hell his story is, and I've got no doubt that his files in Russian um, for instance, I, I say the strings are, wouldn't it? Files in Russian, Kendall. Mm. Yeah, exactly. In, in <laughs> Russian Russian files, Russian files they, in Russia. That's a fucking strange one. Eh? Never. The uh, but the thing is as well, and and maybe it's a good place to leave it. It's, it's like so the when they actually um, looked decided they were going to look into it again in 2019. So we've got all these questions, and we're not going to be the only ones with all these questions. Uh, but they were looking into three different scenarios and only three different scenarios. Um, the first one is an avalanche, which I, I think we can all agree it wasn't an avalanche because there's no nope, fucking hill. No chance. Um, second of all is an ice slab avalanche, which nope. again, there's no fucking hill next to them. Um, not close to them anyway, no, no, no steep gradient is what I would say. Uh, and the third one is hurricane. So they opened up in 2019. The Russian authorities have decided, because people are looking into it again, that they are going to look into the whole incident again. And that yeah. is the only three possibilities they're looking into. And the possibility of crime was ruled out before they started. Stinks, guys. It stinks. Yeah. 
I mean, the thing that John mentioned earlier, that definitely links in with um, uh, the hurricanes, because I know that they can, you can get vortexes created by tornadoes and that, that mm. would create the infrasound. That's one link. The other two are pish. Yeah. Um, simple as. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I mean, we're not going to get to an answer to this one, but it's, it's one people honestly look into, it's, it's freaky. Um, it's if you, you the pictures of the bodies when they get found when they're not unearthing them from yeah the, yeah yeah um and the details of their injuries and all this kind of stuff it's all there for you their diaries are online you can read what they've been saying in their mm. diaries and it's just basic wee boys and girls stuff you know students students yeah. writing diaries um and it's and then something horrific has happened to these guys and as I say can you imagine you're camping at night and you're so scared. You're cutting your way out of the back of the tent and you're running from somebody. And some are dying from hypothermia because they're so scared to go in, like just sitting there in their underwear in minus 15 and die overnight. And then other ones, the ones that aren't, <laughs> are actually trying to go somewhere, get picked off one by the other and end up with like horrific injuries. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling, mind-boggling and terrifying and terrifying mm-hmm. to me. So there we go. Anyway, I think we'll uh, we'll leave it there, guys. Uh, unfortunately, we're not quite coming to quite as much of a, a, a consensus as we did uh, with JFK, etc. But um, I can't solve them all. No, we can't. But, uh, hopefully, <laughs> you win one day, some, you lose some in life. Ho- hopefully, we'll uh, we'll revisit when something else comes out now, or some other details, and or we can get to the bottom of something. I'll certainly be looking at it in uh, in, in a bit more depth in, in my my own time. So, ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic time, and we will um we'll look forward to you joining us in the next one. We're, we're going to be looking at something uh, a little bit later um, in the Knights Templar treasure. Is it in Scotland? Can I find it? And if so, you probably won't watch a podcast because I'll be spending and money um, so thank you very much to John Gold Day and to Lisa Sutherland as always and we will see you next time adios ciao